We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. Rather, listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast feed or the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football feed. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Nate Noling and Sammy Reed. And Sammy, the the people asked me to rank the shows, right, in terms of like listening enjoyability. So the most entertaining shows are when all three of us lose. The second most entertaining is when I lose. Nate and Sammy, you guys both win. Third most entertaining is when Nate lose. Actually, I personally for me, when Nate loses and you and I win, I think those shows are the most hilarious because yes. it's just it really is all on warfare. I, I would say this particular combination in which Nate and I win and you lose, I I would say it's 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 really it's not the people's favorite. I really I really would say that this generally speaking is not what the people are tuning in to hear. You know, interestingly enough, it's not my favorite either. I wish the people could see the video. Sammy oh, looks like he aged twenty years over the past twenty-four hours. I'm like I'm like the dude at the end of uh, Indiana Jones when he drinks from the wrong Holy Grail when he makes the wrong swap <laughs> and he thinks it's going to give him eternal life. Doesn't work out. That's me. Well, it's been a good day here. I, it's I, yeah. It's yeah. been a good day. It's been a great day here. I mean, my Dallas my Dallas Cowboys lost. My fake Dallas Cowboys, though. How are, we, how are we feeling about the Steelers as the best team in the NFL, Sammy? Do we, how I mean, are we no, feeling nobody, about that take? I, I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to pump me up a little bit before we talk <laughs> about my egregious lineup. And I really appreciate it. Um, nobody's beaten the Steelers yet. So, uh, best team. Easy game. You still feel Super Bowl, Super Bowl's in the future? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think I just a lot of James Conner and GPP and faded that scrub mild Sanders. Like, oh man, we we should actually we should actually I want to talk a little bit about like chalk running backs in because I think today's slate was just like a great example of like no matter how good a play is, it can always go bad at you know x amount of ownership percentage. But 
we should talk about our actual teams. Uh, let me let me uh, pull up our three man. Did we all play Kyler Murray at quarterback? Nate, I think you and I played the exact same team. We we did. The three man got my one of my GPP teams, but we we did have the same cash team. Nate's Nate CSV upload continues to have issues. No, Nate, no, it, Nate. Nate played Bur- Nate played Burkhead in the three man. <laughs> hey, my my three man put up 178 points, and that's that was my best GPP lineup of the day. But um, no, I, my my cash lineup we had the same Davis. Yeah, so we all played Kyler Murray. Kyler, I would say, was bad. I would I would actually say for Kyler Murray baselines in this game uh, against Detroit, he threw three interceptions. He really did not run all that much. He had one incredible rushing touchdown, but like, you know, it was, it was a pretty, I mean, Nate, what would you say? This was like a C minus Kyler game probably. Yeah. Kyler needs to run more. Um, almost every time he did take off and run, it was a, it was a, uh, a good play. Like, I mean, he just can do so much with his legs. But he made some terrible decisions with those throws. Yeah, there and were he also couple... has this like big windmill, like baseball throwing motion. That I mean, teams are just like I mean, Detroit picked him off multiple times. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, the so, three interceptions were like from a expected points added standpoint, like brutal. So yeah, this cut, is cut it down a little bit, bro. Yeah, this is how much I was not considering playing any other quarterback. I literally just was looking. I didn't even know how much Kyler Murray cost. Because, like, I wasn't, like, scrolling through quarterbacks and, like, thinking about, like, oh, swaps with, you know, Russ or Dak or whatever. Like, I just was, like, Kyler was – he was the play. I mean, Sammy, you you generally are better than Nate and I – Nate and I at, like, the group think stuff because you just – you're not – you're just not nerding out as hard. You know, you have a, you have a wife and a, a kid and stuff. Were you at any point looking at the slate like, oh, you know, I want to play Russ, I want to play Dak? I want to play Dwayne Haskins, Jeff Driscoll, you know, whoever. Yeah, I had, I had Russ um, for, for a bit this week. Um, I ended up going back down to Kyler, so just, just the way it worked. Uh, I thought, you know, my decision, I really like McLaurin. Um, so it was kind of like Russ and McLaurin versus Murray and uh, at one time Tyler Lockett, which would have been a really good play, I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, I so I think that if I want to put on my captain hindsight stuff, I think – all of us were so into the Dallas-Seattle game, so into specifically, you know, all of us when making our lineups were like, you know, one of Lockett or Metcalf is just so clearly like you got to play him. Maybe, I mean, maybe sacrifice, like not playing Hopkins or something to, to play Russ at quarterback, you know, like I, I no. probably being that into Kyler was pro- like to not even consider playing Russ, I guess was probably a mistake. Yeah, but here's the thing. Kyler projected – just as well as any other quarterback through most projection systems and especially on a per dollar basis. And at the end of the day, you don't really want to spend your excess salary on quarterback. Like you find a quarterback at a mid-level price who you think is really good, like Kyler, who's been running a ton and, you know, big implied team total. And it's like, okay, we'll go there. Um, So while I do think like there's certainly consideration to go elsewhere, I think Kyler just like game theory wise was, was a fine play. And I don't think it should be second guessed. Yeah, Nate. I mean, do you have do you have any after after thinking through the slate, after watching things go through? Do you have any thoughts on uh, the uh, the Kyler Murray quarterback situation? I mean, I guess no. I'm just thinking like, man, Russ is just going to get 40 every game, and maybe we should maybe we should just do that. I was never going to play Russ. I mean, I, I he obviously he's Russ. He's great, but like, 
I don't know. I, I was on Kyler 100% all week. I think the only other quarterback I even considered was uh, maybe Stafford, I think I might have considered at one point. But it oh, was such crazy. a neat play. Dude, Stafford's look, like in a spot like this, Stafford would have been a fine play if he had more of a discount on DraftKings. Yeah, that, that yeah. is not true. That is not. Yeah, Nate. Yeah. I, yeah, so no, this, is, this, is, um, this is one thing I've noted, though, is like the pass-only quarterbacks with how much some of these guys are going nuclear, like the pass-only quarterbacks are just losing propositions. Like, b- like Ben Roethlisberger and these guys, like they are not going to be on GPP winning teams this year because like they have to throw for like 450 yards and six touch. Like they got to just go absolutely ham to get an optimal lineups. Yeah, and, and Russ and Dak are, like, doing that and running also, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, moving towards the running backs, did we all play the same three? Jonathan Taylor, Kenyon Drake, and uh, Miles Sanders? Yeah, yeah, we did. Jonathan Taylor may be a little disappointing at that price tag. You know, uh, Nate, you're, you're, you're so mentally weak for playing, for playing Taylor after you said you weren't going to. Okay, time out. I said, you said, what price would he have to be to not play him? And I said, above 7K. He was exactly 7K. To check the tape. Check the tape. That's exactly what I said. No, you said, you said he was a bad play at 7K? No, you said, <laughs> you, said you, you said you price. wouldn't play him. Yeah, somebody rewind this tape. You Nate's said at what price? And I said, at 7K. I played him. I played him. But if anything, I shouldn't have. Well, Nate, if you had projected the New York Jets to run more plays and have equal time of possession while scoring seven points while the Indianapolis Colts scored 31 points, I would like to have access to your crystal ball. Look, I mean, if you had a crystal ball that told you that Indianapolis was going to return two defensive touchdowns, I'd tell you, like, that's a pretty accurate system. No, the guy I wanted to play was... I felt the weakest about Drake at his price tag and wanted to play Singletary over Drake. The reason I didn't was just because the wide receiver position, like the upgrade from what I played was not great enough to make that transition. But I honestly don't think, I think Drake was the weakest of the three, but I actually like cards on the table. I thought Taylor and Sanders were pretty much slam dunks here. So are, are we convinced uh, that, that Drake is good at all? Or did we just like? Get I I, by I have never I have never been convinced, but it was just like the team total was so high. He had thirty six carries through two weeks. They'd been going to him on the goal line, like they like it seemed like they were making it a priority to give him those one yard touchdowns. And also, I thought that sort of because you know we were playing Kyler and all of us were pretty confident. Well, at least I was pretty sure I wanted to play DeAndre Hopkins. Was I kind of liked that built-in stability where like you know if something funky happens they get a Arizona gets a a special teams touchdown they're up you know they're up 21 to three at half or whatever it's like it just builds in a little bit more of that Drake carry equity and that might be fish I don't know I'm still thinking through like playing through playing three I don't believe in Drake at all it was just a running back with his team like this could be Edmonds backfield by the end of the year and like I wouldn't be shocked by that by the end of next week bro Drake sucks. Drake sucks. He fished us all. Sammy Tilt coming in hot. You know what? Like, s- screw everybody I played in every lineup this week. Let me just let me just throw that out there. Especially Drake. Like, the guy's a scrub. Uh, so I think that we might be having this conversation next week again because 
the Cardinals play on the main slate and they play the Carolina Panthers. Thanks. Which is Drake. Yeah, like that's the thing. So it's I don't think any of us were I don't think any of us were like Kenyon Drake, he's the best ever. But it was the spot and it was the price. Like if he was the same price as Jonathan Taylor or even really as Miles Sanders, I think if he was five hundred dollars more expensive, I would have just played Singletary, I think, and not have played Drake. But Drake was like this never happens. Drake was less expensive on DraftKings than he was on FanDuel. Yeah. Drake was like Outside of Singletary, though, those were the only four running backs in cash you could have considered, right? I mean, you you could have played like I think that I I guess I didn't look at any Zeke combinations, but like if someone played Zeke, I wouldn't have been like, you know, you're a you're a dumb idiot fish, basically. Because I mean, eighty three, eighty three, what he would have done the rest of your lineup would have been tough. But I didn't consider like any other guys other than those four running backs. Like it was so clear to me that it was three of those four yeah well people people who played like derrick henry in cash and dalvin cook in cash like just absolutely took my lunch money today i'm just looking I mean, through the double ups everybody and, took your lunch money today but oh yeah. my god like I'm, I'm gonna be eating spaghettios for for two months this is obscene well the the i the other thing i wanted to talk about was like all of these guys sanders drake jonathan taylor they were like the mega stone chalk in GBPs and none of them got there. Right. So like, this was just, this was like the, the all leverage GPP slate, because if you had just stuck with all the chalk Dallas and Seattle guys, right. So we had, you know, we had Gallup, we had Metcalf, we had Lockett, all those guys, and they all smashed. I don't, I didn't look and see what the Millie maker winning team is, but I would, you know, I like Lockett is going to be on that team. I would assume Russ is on that team. I would assume Gallup is on the millionaire maker winning team. Like Burkhead all you would have had the leverage. Yeah. And uh, our, our, our projections really liked him at DR. And uh, I just hit that, just hit that exclude button. Just hit it. I was like, I don't want it. I want all my teams to have Henry. I want them all to have Sanders. I want all of them to have Drake. I tried to go a little bit lighter on Drake and GPP, but it just didn't even really matter. Cause the guy I had the most of was Jonathan Taylor. And, you know, I don't really know if it was Jonathan Taylor's fault per se but like the Jets are like actually so bad that maybe it's bad to play guys against them because Jacoby Brissett got in this game in the fourth quarter dude like it, it was like over early oh yeah I mean they, they returned two touchdowns and they were kind of like rotating a little bit they got Wilkins in there some Naheem Hines in there some I mean we kind of got fooled a little bit with Taylor because he got like seven targets that first week and he really hasn't gotten many targets the last couple weeks like one each game something like that so I think it may be a little time to reevaluate Taylor, but also, I mean, most, if this game was even somewhat competitive, like he would have gotten those fourth quarter carries and instead he just had this like light, like day, like go out, have a couple carries, lucky to get in the end zone and like, see you later. You're out of there. Yeah. So it's he, just, just, he just didn't get any volume. He got no volume. And I think the other, like, the, I mean, the, the most frustrating thing is I just wanted to dunk on Nate. Like, I didn't want Nate. I didn't want Nate to play him. And I wanted him to have, like, 27 carries, three catches, 148 yards, and two touchdowns. Go back and, and listen uh, to the tape. What I said what is exactly, like, I literally said, like, whatever, if, if you pay more than 7K for him, I think that's a bad move. We don't know what his true reception workload is going to be. He ended up with low target share. He, I mean, Naheem Hines is still involved, regardless of how the game script went. 
this is the risk you run with a running back like him that is such a great runner. But from a passing game standpoint, like Naheem Hines is going to still be involved. Like he just will. Dude, Naheem Hines got like one touch last week. Yeah. Fluke. Na- Fluke. I don't really think it is, man. I think, I think it's pretty clearly Jonathan Taylor time for, they for the like Colts. Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines will be involved. Hines got, got seven carries, five targets. I don't know, man. Man, I wish Taylor got seven carries and five targets. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be rich. I mean, if yeah. we, like the the I guess the interesting thing is looking at I didn't I literally didn't even open up a double up today because I really was never sweating it at any point, to be honest with you. Man, uh, what a what a <laughs> sick frag. This is this is just so so tilting. Can we just can we just talk about the tilt? I gotta get this off my chest. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get it off your chest. So let's talk about why Nate and I just breezed in and you had you had a bad time. Oh my god. Okay, so this is why I had a bad time. So the three receivers I went with uh, were Lockett, CD Lamb, and Deontay Johnson. And of course, in the in the morning games, you know, Deontay Johnson is just like complete stone lock, like Pittsburgh's number one receiver for 5.4K at home. Like, it's just like going to get extremely lit. And then he just like gets no targets for a quarter and gets concussed and finishes with like 0.9 points on an end around. And so I'm going into the afternoon games and I'm just like, okay, so I've been like, I've been like watching my kid and watching the games and like, I'm waiting for my wife to come in so she can take this kid so I can like, you know, look at my lineups. And so finally with like five minutes before the afternoon games uh, start, my wife comes in, takes the baby. I'm like, all right, cool. I go outside, start vaping furiously, looking at my lineups. I'm like, shoot, man, like this Deontay Johnson thing is like, got me sunk. I need to make a swap somewhere. And so I swapped uh, in DK Metcalf for Lockett. Because, you know, I'm just like, oh, they project pretty similarly. DK will be owned a lot less. I need to court a little volatility here. And then, of course, Lockett catches a long broken touchdown and I'm tilting. But then DK Metcalf. But then. Catches a long, a long open touchdown. And I'm like, yeah, but wait, but wait, no. He's going to start showboating at the two-yard line. He gets a ball slapped out of his hands. It goes out of the end zone. And I am on full-blown tilt. My hair is falling out in clumps. And then, and then Lockett keeps catching touchdowns. And every touchdown he catches is just like a toilet plunger to my rectum. And he finishes <laughs> the first half with three touchdowns. And I'm just sitting here broke and despondent because I made this like, Davis is texting me like, yeah, bro, bro, you going to swap? These are the swaps you make, bro. Are you going to swap? And he keeps texting me. And so I'm like, shoot, should I swap? I'm trying to help swap? you, dude. I'm, I know that you're, you're out living your Sammy, life. I'm you trying to help dead. you. You Sammy, were literally, you, 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 you would not have won any money either way. So I was trying to help you, dude. If Lockett like tears an ACL and Metcalf goes out and smashes, you might have hope. Let me, let me just say this. I, I hate the both of you very, very much and very deeply. And uh, now I'm broke <laughs> and uh, I'm accepting. Uh, do I, do I, can I drop my cash app on the, on the pod here? Or like, how do people send me money? Donations. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I need to go fund me. Like you got a kid so, now, so guys. Brutal. You need to pay for that lunch money. Just so brutal. So I'm just like complete tilt box. And uh, yeah, I got, I got completely smashed and it sucks. So let's, let's talk about the 2v2 because this was the 2v2 that all people who are good at fantasy sports had. Like this was from people playing $1 head-to-heads to 
you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of action, right? This was the 2v2 they had. And it was KJ Hamler, DeAndre Hopkins versus Deontay Johnson and CD Lamb. So Nate and I went KJ Hamler and DeAndre Hopkins and like divorced from the results. This is why I think it was the well, not even why I think it was right. This is why I made this decision. Wide receivers are just insanely volatile, right? Like it just it these guys they can drop passes, they can have uncatchable targets. I mean, we we concussions, you know, whatever. Yeah, like well, I'm not even not even really thinking so much about the injuries, but just more like it's just it's easier for wide receivers to fail, and at the same time. As long as you can project them to like be on the field and see targets, it's easier for weird, fluky stuff to happen and for them to succeed, right? As it, as opposed to running backs. So my thoughts were Lamb and Deontay are clearly to me the best mid-tier wide receiver plays, you know, obviously excluding uh Metcalf and Lockett and Cooper. And I thought they were both underpriced. Would not have surprised me for Johnson and Lamb to be in the six Ks with those guys. And I would have thought that they were were playable there as well. But basically, kind of what I thought was Nuke is literally Michael Thomas now, where it's just like he just he sleepwalks into 20 DraftKings points just like when the game starts. And I, I really did not want to fade that. And KJ Hamler was like in the worst game environment ever. And I kind of was just looking at my lineup and I'm like, how often does three for 30 here kill me? And that, that was like literally my thought was like, how often does three for 30 kill me? And it, it didn't kill me, right? Because that's literally exactly what he got. He literally got three for, like, when people are talking about cheap wide receivers, they say three for 30, and that's actually what Hamler got. And, uh, I mean, he honestly probably ran good to get three for 30 because the Broncos are an egregious professional football team. So, Nate, you think about things differently than me generally. How did we end up on the same team this week? Well, I... I did not have that 2v2 that you talked about. I, I don't think I considered Deontay CD. I think CD for me is – I view CD as much more volatile than I think most people in the industry at this point. I think that the, the Dallas wide receiver crew of Amari, Gallup, and CD are all extremely talented. But, like, I, I don't – I still don't believe after two weeks that I really know what that target share distribution is going to be. But, like, CD, I think, is the third wide receiver on that team. Um, and, like, I'm not going to pay – I'm not going to not have DeAndre Hopkins, who I projected to have, like, the most targets on the slate by far in the highest team total on the slate by far. Like, DeAndre was just such a slam dunk for me that no way am I going to get off of him for a third wide receiver and then a – probably number one like there's an argument to be made that juju is still the number one in, in pittsburgh i understand that deontay like is right mm, there i don't i don't think so i think i think I there's think. still an argument to be made like it's not as clear cut as like obviously deontay i think is talented but like we're two weeks into the season let's not like juju could totally slam dunk on this the rest of the season and just like make us look like idiots for the first two weeks thinking deontay johnson had surpassed juju juju is extremely talented at his age it is totally feasible that he's still a number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh. So I, I just never considered getting off DeAndre for, for that. So that wasn't a two V two that I considered. And so I don't know. I mean, it was like when you lock in those three running backs and then you get the two best wide receivers on the slate and DeAndre and, and hop or DeAndre and Lockett. It was like, I mean, CD was, or not CD. Uh, 
Dent Hamlin was like just a necessary evil. But I probably could have taken a zero from him. Hamlin. This guy doesn't even know. This guy doesn't even know his name. Can he doesn't they, need to tell know me, his name. His CSV files uploaded it different. His his area, tell, me, I mean, it. tell me a biographical fact about KJ Hamler. Do you know where he went to college? No, I don't know where anybody went to college, <laughs> dude. Do you know? Do you know? Just do you know anything about him? Do you know which which wide receiver position he plays? Uh, he plays the X, doesn't he? I don't even really know. I, I didn't watch. I didn't. I I watched no none of this game. I just was. This game was never on red zone, and I was not flipping to it. No, I played him because at his price and the air yards that he had last week, uh, with Sutton going down, I just viewed him as like a potential. I didn't need much from him, but I actually viewed him having upside at that price tag. So, um, I mean, he had over 100 air yards last year, and I'll take over 100 air yards at 3K. Like if it gets me Hopkins and everything else. But again, that was not my 2v2. My 2v2 was what I told you guys, which was Singletary and uh, Curtis Samuel versus um, versus Drake and Hamlet. Um, and Sammy like was like, Samuel, I, Samuel who? Like, well, you said, you, said, you said Samuels, and I think we both thought for a second that you meant Jalen Samuels. I don't know why, but we both thought that. No, yeah, and Samuel, then, he corrected, then he corrected himself because Nate has, like, no idea who anybody even playing football is. No, he, it was autocorrect on my freaking iMessage. At the end of the day, I think Curtis Samuel was definitely in play today. And, I mean, I, again, I, I should have swapped down to Singletary off Drake. How did, uh, how, did Curtis, how did Curtis Samuels do today? Uh, he was – he did – what, he, he had, had four catches. He had four catches and four carries, and he got like six DraftKings points or, or eight, eight DraftKings points. No, better than Deontay Johnson. I think he had nine and a half or something. So like let's – because I know, I know we all looked at some different combos. Do you guys really Wait. think CD is not the third wide receiver on Dallas, though? Well, no, it's Cedric Wilson, bro. Yeah, bro, I mean, Cedric Wilson just cucking C.D. Lamb all day. I was like, okay, if I'm going to get back into this, I need C.D. to make some plays. And then their slot guy kept catching stuff and taking it to the house, and it's Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson, like, who, who is that? What's he doing? Like, was that the guy who used to be on the 49ers? No, no, they drafted him in the fourth round two years ago. But but seriously, like five point six for a third wide receiver on that team, even though Dallas was in a great spot. Like, dude, you got you got a volatile point. Yeah, yeah no, Nate, this Nate, this is a donk, donkey take. Yeah, you just, I understand just, that. I'm saying when your target share projection for the team is as volatile as it is for the Cowboys, this could totally have been a Gallup game. It could no, totally they're have been a Cooper they're game. all going to get minimum seven targets a week. All right, I, I just you—that's a volatile target share. Nate Dak is just like, going to throw for four hundred yards literally every week. Like it's just—they just are—they're—they're they're down every game ten zero to start with because the defense is so bad, and they don't call the good plays in the first half. So they spend the entire half throwing. They spend the entire second half throwing the ball. It's just the reality of the situation. Derek Wilson, unbelievable. CD Lamb could have done that, you know. I mean, Gallup could have had more touchdowns. Yeah. Cooper could have gotten more more targets too. Egregious, egregious. I mean, you know, it, basically everybody I played in my whole lineup sucks. A lot of people, a lot of sharp people had the Deontay CD team. I just didn't see it. I was like, uh, wait, didn't Hopkins, you? That was nuts. Wait, so 
you also played – you didn't play Hopkins at all, right, originally? Is that right, Sammy? Yeah, I never had Hopkins. Yeah, he never had Okay. Hopkins. Yeah, that's then the we got to – gotta. Team, okay. it's a bad team. Yeah, we got to go all the way back. I, we, I think that we should uh, uh, roast you over the coals a little bit for this McLaurin play. I, I didn't play McLaurin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So who were your wide receivers going into yeah. noon? Like it noon hits. How did Lamb and Deontay Johnson? And you just felt gold about fading DeAndre Hopkins, like you know. I mean, kind of, kind of the thing was is I didn't especially want to have uh, all three Cardinals. I didn't, I didn't want to just like push all in with the Cardinals because like the Cardinals are okay um, and they're they're pretty good. I like them, but. I didn't want to just overexpose myself in that regard. And I mean, I had the 2v2 that Davis was talking about. And I just said, you know what? Um, I like part of the part of the thing about them being such a big favorite is if they go up, like they're going to stop throwing. And yeah, Hopkins can get a bunch of targets. But if he gets 10 targets and goes, you know, seven for 89, it's like, what did I lose? Obviously, ended up doing a lot better than that. And, you know, I, I think I probably took the theory of it a little too far, just not wanting to have Drake and, and Murray and Hopkins all in the same cash lineup. Um, you know, but it, I, it, it was a mistake. I mean, Hopkins was basically like when you guys faded Deontay, uh, Devontae Adams week one. I mean, he's basically Devontae Adams in that spot. And so, you know. That, but I'm, not I'm like when they – I'm a fish, but, all right? I'm taking the L. I'm hey, but the not – but not like when Nate played Devontae Adams last week. Yeah, I mean, I'm not just going to play Hopkins next week because I'm mentally weak. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn from my mistakes and I'm gonna take a fresh look. But yeah, I do think it was a mistake not to not to jam in Hopkins at all costs because he was probably clearly better than by by a good standard deviation better than any other receiver on this slate. Yeah, I mean, at the end, like at the end of the day. The the lineup that actually made sense before lock that ended up being the nuts was you literally just play Russ, you play Metcalf, and you play Lockett, and just don't just don't even worry about it, you know. I mean, that that would have been sharp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So are we, Sammy? Totally... That was with the lineup you sent. You sent that lineup on Tuesday with Kyler. You it was Lockett and Metcalf, and you. No, it wasn't. I'm you almost certain it was. No, you it wasn't. Had that lineup. Are you I, guys... I would not. I would not play. No, it was Russ and neither of the receivers. Oh, okay. You never mind. I credit you for being sharp. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, if we're playing Russ, who throws for five touchdowns, where are we at on the whole? Like, is Russ just going to cook the rest of the year, or are we ever going to get shot? Carlos Hyde like... just tore his ACL, probably. So, like, are we just? Are we good to play Russ and Cash? Are, are all those concerns about like Seattle passing game? I I think like, you project now? him like you project Mahomes now. Yeah. Okay. Because that's like another fear of mine. Like I, Russ always rates out as a great play. But, yeah. But I always am concerned of like there could totally be a game where Russ throws twenty times and I just like throw my computer through a wall. And I'm like so scared of that. Even though like what he's doing right now, it seems like Lockett and Metcalf should be slam dunks every week. Russ is playing the Dolphins next week, BT-dubs. So 20 pass attempts. Imagine if, imagine if they let him cook in that spot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I have so much fear that I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know the uh, – I don't really – like, I think that literally there's a chance that 
Russell Wilson wins the MVP, throws for uh, 5,300 yards and 52 touchdowns, and we're sitting there in week 10 like, man, but what if this is the game? They re-sign Marshawn Lynch, and he comes back, and he's like there at halftime, and they just give Marshawn Lynch 20 second-half carries. Like, I'm with that. Well, I mean, part of, part of the deal is that Seattle's defense, uh, I don't think they're that great. They're okay. But, you know, it's like Dallas's defense is really bad also. So they're just giving up a bunch of points, and when they do that, it puts their quarterbacks in these spots. And, you know, I just, I just think at the end of the day, like, that's the, you want to gravitate toward these teams that are just every, – every game they play, they're just giving up a bunch of points and they're scoring a bunch of points. Like, you want that. You want that. I should have wanted this more. I can, we talk about, can we talk about the fact that Josh Allen is just continually going to be, like, 1% owned and, like, smashing every single week? I mean, he wasn't 1% owned by me. I ran – he was my most owned quarterback on both sites in tournaments. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Josh Allen is he's in that spot where they just always give him the ball at the goal line. Like, he makes all of their touchdowns. I think they gave Singletary, like, one shot from the goal line, and he didn't mm-hmm. get in. They're like, okay, screw this. And they just give Josh Allen a bunch of shots at, like, running it in and passing it in. And he has so many opportunities that he he's just making touchdowns all the time. Like, he's not getting – scavenged by the running backs yeah I mean uh, the the brutal thing with him is literally oh I guess Tyler Croft got there right but like he he got there as like the I think the second or third highest scoring quarterback of the slate and Diggs didn't get there Brown didn't get there Singletary didn't score touchdown and didn't have enough points to be GPP eligible I guess Nate do you want to you want to talk about why you were more into Singletary than Sammy and I, my, my thing was I thought Singletary was a fine play, but that $1,100 difference between Drake and, and Singletary, it didn't get me from Hamler to a wide receiver I wanted, and it didn't get me from Logan Thomas to an, like an elite tight end, like, you know, like Connor Henry or Ertz or Goddard or whatever. And I didn't really feel like it was worth, you know, paying 3700 or whatever for some random That's defense. I appreciate like, that you did not include Darren Waller in that group. He, Darren Waller was 5,700. Also, he sucked today. So what can you do? Um, I wish you would play Darren Waller, Nate. I, Nate, it, would, it really would have been really good for the show no, if you no, would have played no, Waller. I only, I only play Darren Waller when it's like a good spot. This one wasn't going up against the <laughs> Bill Belichick Patriots. Not a great spot when you're the only receiver on the team that can do anything. Um, no, I, uh, I mean, Singletary and, and Drake projected very, very similarly from like a workload standpoint, from a um, – uh, pretty much everything standpoint except for just like the team uh, total and stuff like that. So I had them projected very similarly, even though there was a, what was it? $1,100 difference. And so I, I, I partly just wanted to play Singletary because I thought he was such a better per dollar play. But like you said, there was just, I wasn't getting off Hopkins. I wasn't getting off Lockett and there was nothing that my $1,000 could do off of um, uh, my wide receiver spot to make up for it. So like I, that was honestly the thing that put me over the edge was I was like, I, who, who am I going to play at 4K for wide receiver that's going to be so much better than uh, KJ? And it just couldn't find anybody. So, yeah, I stuck with I stuck with him just because of the ownership. But in GPP, I had like a full Drake fade for, uh, for Singletary just because I thought he was a better play. Also, I just – I want to take a second to gloat about Andy Isabella for all the fans of the show. I mean, Andy Isabella, like – he, he's going to start at wide receiver for them now, right? Like Christian Kirk is – Christian Gunzo. Kirk has – he's lost his job. Yeah, or or at, the very, at the very least, 
Larry Fitzgerald has to give up some playing time, right? Like they can't, they can't have Andy Isabella like running perfect deep routes and scoring touchdowns and then bench him for Christian. Christian Kirk has two catches the whole season. Like Christian Kirk only exists to Dusky Larry. Dusky Larry has like, like four yak on the season. Like he just catches the ball and falls down and falls down. It's over. It's over. Let the young guy cook, bro. He breaks tackles. He goes deep. He's super fast. Like it's got to happen. I did. I did have a, a a a Hopkins and Isabella GPP lineup that that did okay. Yeah, you'd be happy. I mean, know I played. I I do have a real life American dollar lineup with Andy. Oh, that's good, dude. I dude. I started Isabella on two high stakes teams in in the FFPC main event. Dude, I was. Dude, I did. I swear to God. Because I was just like, this is the spot. It's happening. And also, I, you know, Corlin Sutton and Jalen Rager and all those guys also all got hurt. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. This is the spot. This is the spot. I mean, it was the spot. I, I literally tweeted, what, on like Wednesday or Thursday. I was like, we are going to know if there is any juice in the Isabella thing. Like, if he, had, if he had gone three targets, one catch, eight yards in this game, I would have never talked done. about him ever again. Like, yeah. it would have just, just been done. You guys, would have gone down the the, the LaVisca route. Pretty much oh, no. all Visca, those, we're still feeling good, bro. That pretty much it. all the 4K running backs worked out. Like, if you would have played Davis, if you would have played uh, Jeff Wilson, if you would have played – Even McKinnon did you, fine. They both did Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. It, I mean, literally all of those guys panned out. Like Dude, zero you just play those just, guys and you play Hopkins, A-Rob, and, and – like. How like much how more does the running back talent not matter thing do we need to discuss? Like, it just – it doesn't matter. These guys are all fungible. Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed at Drake. Like, why, did, why didn't he do better? I know. Seriously, this was us. Like, this was the spot. Miles Sanders, can we talk about how bad Philly is, by the way? I mean, I mean Philly – when do we – when when do we when do we see Jalen Hurts? When we get that <laughs> overtime, and I don't get that bonus from from Sam, I was so tilted. <laughs> I was literally sitting there like, "Oh, great! Now we'll get the now we'll get the uh, the rushing yards." Nope. You got to tilt about Miles Sanders. Everybody played Miles Sanders. Yeah, still tilting. I mean, he had five quarters to get a hundred yards. Couldn't do it. Then yeah, he ended with five quarters to get like three hundred yards. He and he do ended four with ninety-two. Like all I needed was like one touch. It's just, just so crazy how bad that how bad that team is. They deserve to tie. They're really terrible, dude. Like the Eagles punch are. The, that punch. Hey, hey you guys. I, I mean, have, I, I, have, I have one more egregious thing to admit to all of you. Did you not play Eagles D? No, I did play Eagles D. Uh, the my. The team that I stacked the most today was the Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz. And that's literally that's literally inexcusable. Yeah, Deshaun Dallas Jackson, Goddard. Go that was Jackson. that was bad before Locke. Well, it's it's bad now, especially after everyone got hurt and Carson Wentz is out of himself as a cuck. Yeah, so was not having Hopkins at Locke. Oh my god, this is just this is just so so. I'm such a fish, dude. I'm such a fish. Like I was feeling. Okay, good. wait. This is this is the real test. How many times did you think about going back to Herndon this week? How many times, Nate? How many times did you think about playing Herndon? <laughs> a good five. I mean, it was it's like Logan Thomas, but I can go down to Herndon. Like the teams you could build Herndon, <laughs> it, it, like Herndon and Singletary. I should have. 
No, Herndon, I'm done. Never again. Never, ever, ever, you can't ever, play any ever, players. ever. You cannot you play, play any Adam Gase players under any circumstances ever. ever. Just never, I, ever, ever do it. I had a couple of TPP teams that were um, tanked by the uh, Hogan Zero. I fell for another Jets player. I, I just need to delete them from my uh, from my player. This is what this is what I told Cardi, man. Everyone told Cardi this because he was just like the dome, the YPA in the dome. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just there are some things that the numbers can't account for, and the numbers can't account. Like, think about this, dude. If you're a Jet, like, why are you even? Why are you even getting up to go do your job? Yeah, I, I didn't talk to Cardi at all this week, but uh, I had. Did he have Hogan exposure? Because I had Hogan exposure. I, I don't. I don't know if he played him at all. I just know that his projection was treating him like the average wide receiver in the situation where all of his teammates died you know what I mean like if every wide receiver for like if if Cole Beasley was the top wide receiver on the Bills right if Diggs and Brown and Knox and every and Moss were all out for the Bills we all would have played Cole Beasley right we would have been like all right it's Cole Beasley yeah and like Cardi was projecting him like that like he was like it was a, a, a normal situation. I moved I moved the Jets YPA in our stuff this week down to like five point six. Like it's just, it's just like what's even still the too point? High. Still yeah, still, still too, too high. high. Uh, I mean, do either one of you feel bad about playing Logan Thomas, or do we? Yes. I mean, I I, I feel bad about every single player I put in my lineup. So Logan Thomas is not free from my scorn. And, I mean, the thing about Logan Thomas is, I mean, he was getting some targets, but, dude, the guy's, like, not producing anything. Like, he's just falling down after he catches the ball, too. Like, who, who, needs, who cares? I, no, I don't feel bad about that at all. The I don't feel – The target yeah. share, I mean, he literally, for his price, had, like, the second-highest floor from a tight end. He still – he still – I mean, for as tilting as it seemed, he still got seven targets. I bet when stuff updates tomorrow, he is still going to be – he might even have more target share than Waller now after this game that Waller just had. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Foster Moreau cut him again. <laughs> <laughs> caught like a caught like an end zone fade over some guy. I'm like, ooh, great play, Waller. Moreau comes up. <laughs> Woo! Yep. That's a Waller experience. Yeah. How to I don't know. I don't know. This wasn't Still the Waller big. spot, guys. Last week was the Waller spot. This week, not the Waller spot. No, no. You don't what's, put Waller what's the Waller spot, spot, Nate? I'll tell you again when it happens. Okay. Do we want to talk about this? Uh, ma- I mean, there's a millionaire maker for showdown tomorrow. Do we want to talk about this a little bit before we get out of here? You guys talk about it. I'm going to go, go out on the street and start panhandling. <laughs> I was going to say, Sammy would play it if he had entry fees left. Well, <laughs> so I think what's interesting is both of these teams are – I think for fantasy a little bit different than they were last season. And I don't know how much that's going to be reflected in ownerships. Like last year in Raven slates, Lamar would just be the captain like every time, like literally they had the showdown slate against the Rams and they had one divisional game, I, I think against the Steelers. And he ended up being the captain in both of them. He's 1300 in the flex 19.5 in the captain like I, I actually think this, this, this is maybe famous last words, but like, maybe he's like a bad captain play. Like, maybe you'd rather like be playing like Miles Boykin and stuff like that this year. I'll just say this: I am not on board with uh, this take. 
No, you just think it's you just think it's it's Lamar captain and the yeah. I mean, he literally has the highest upside of any player, and like I will never. I'm I'm not saying I'm playing him at captain. I haven't looked at tomorrow's slate, but like, it is a bad move to fade the highest upside guy at the captain position. Like, what Lamar can do on the field, and he just doesn't need correlation to do it. Like, he can literally run for three touchdowns and throw to four different people for touchdowns. Like on a showdown slate, not having him at captain could literally tank you. Like Davis, these, are you going to have a hundred percent Hardman or only 90% Hardman? So the problem is, is Watkins is going to play, dude. Is that a problem? Uh, I mean, it's a problem for Hardman playing more than like 32% of the snaps. It's a problem for Mahomes. Uh, yeah. I mean, so I would like for this to be the Hardman spot. I think that the, to me, like the really interesting captain plays are Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, where I think those guys will be under-owned relative to, you know, Lamar, Mahomes, Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Like, I think that you could get maybe, like, you could maybe get Mark Marquise Brown at, like, 5% in captain or something like that, maybe even lower. That seems like a pretty sick spot to me because – We've been we've been waiting for a, a Ravens fireworks game for a while, like since the Tennessee game. I've been waiting for I've been waiting for the Lamar double bonus game since then. This could be it. Yeah, and you're gonna fade him at captain? No, I mean I think there's some reasons to be underweight to him in one uh, doing 150 lineups though. Because like if you if you, so for example if you play. Lamar the captain, and you match him with Mark Andrews. You have five point six left as your average roster spot. Like you're you're you are you're fading. Like you're just fading a lot of players who can score a lot of points. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a big good game. I'm excited. So looking forward, looking forward to uh to next week. Uh, if uh well, Sammy, if Deontay doesn't play, are we jamming? Are we jamming Juju Smith-Schuster? Are they on the main slate? Oh, it's James oh. Washington week. Did, they did are. We, they are in the main slate against the Titans. Showdown? Yeah, this is the regular slate. Okay, great. I'm 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 back in. I, yeah, I checked I mean, it out for a minute. I was I was actually checking to see if I could if I could exchange my DK my my DK crowns for like something DK crowns for dollars. Uh, I yeah. If you guys are really saying Juju's not the number one, then it's got to be James Washington week next week if Deontay's out. I, I don't. First of all, that's not how that works, Nate. You're just being a fish. I'm saying, like, if I, I'm playing it out. If you guys think that the number one wide receiver is out on Pittsburgh now, then you would play the guy who's number two, who becomes the number one. You, you think, <laughs> Nate? You Nate, how are you? I mean, how are you like skipping the point of going from the guy to the other guy? I'm saying Juju was always the number one, and you're just. Replacing the number two guy. Juju is uh, the number one. You guys are no. See, see the thing about Juju overreacting is overreacting to two week sample size. Like it's insane to me. Nah, Juju's a beta, bro. I think that's the thing. Juju's a beta, and he needed he needs an alpha to do well. So like now that he's got Deontay Johnson, he can like catch some touchdowns and stuff because he doesn't have to be the guy, right? Yeah, that's that. That's how he was with Antonio Brown. That's how he is with Deontay Johnson. Like it's it's all good. Like Juju's a good player. He's, he signs work. You know, he blocks pretty well, runs after the catch pretty well. Tough guy. You like him. Love Juju. Great player. But uh, yeah, but he's, not, he's not the number one. 
Well, Nate, Nate, you kind of got to watch the tape. I don't know if you've been watching enough games or you know you've seen what's going on, but you got to you got to watch the games a little bit. How did that go for you this week, Sammy? I was watching the game. I mean, I it was not good watching the games, Nate. It was not good. Did you even good. watch the games today, good Sammy, or did you just log out? Yeah, I, I I need to log out of this podcast. This is so. You know what? I must watch is? the tape. I got to figure out why Hopkins was uh, was a bad play because because all the numbers told me to play Hopkins. So I guess the edge is in watching the tape. Oh, Nate's so insufferable when he wins. This is crazy. Nate, I need to go back and retroactively dunk on you for the last couple of weeks. But Sammy, it was a slam dunk. You play Hopkins. God, like, you don't even have to be sharp to win this week. It was like so bad. This this week felt like last week. I'm like, you don't need to be sharp. I actually, I gotta, I gotta, I don't, I don't, I hate to do it, Sammy, but I actually agree with Nate. It really was not hard to win this week. I'm in such a same team, and I didn't talk to Davis about stuff at all this week. We like, played, we played KJ Hamler, who we don't even know any. Like literally, we both just said we don't know which wide receiver position he plays. I'm I'm just so dead. I'm just like completely buried. Oh my god. Can you guys spare some food for my family? Because uh C D Lamb and DK Metcalf are not feeding them. Yeah, we'll send we'll send your daughter some um pea and carrot puree. Thanks, man. I need yeah. it. I gotta say the ratings for this show are really gonna go down if uh if I keep winning stuff. I don't – this is not conducive for the show. I will say, like, Davis has taken a turn a little bit, like, from a brand guy to now, like, actually playing sharp plays every once in a while, and it's not as fun. Like, Davis doesn't make his dumb, like, galaxy brain plays that he used to in cash anymore. God, imagine – I think I think 2019 Davis would have played Isabella, though. Would have played like, Isabella in the Texans' defense instead of Hamler in the Eagles' defense, and we would have windmilled. For the sake of the show, I'm a little bit bummed that you've, like, matured a little bit. Well, I hit the deposit button on DraftKings back in, like, June, maybe. So, it's just, like, a, there's a lot more money involved. I hadn't deposited on DraftKings since college. I don't even remember the last time. But, so, when you, you when you're, when you, uh, first of all, when you run it down, right, you, you got you to run it down, and then you're, you just, you appreciate the value of a dollar a little bit more, you know? You yeah. know how that goes? Where, where, um, where is the deposit button, Davis, by the way? Can you run me through a tutorial? Because I'm going to need to. Uh... Yeah, you're going to need it. So it's top right corner. Yep. Um, and if you do it, with your, do it with your credit card instead of your PayPal, you get a lot of points. It's oh. good, good little manufactured sweet, spend sweet. there. My family can eat points. That's I good. mean, you basically, you basically can get yourself like a, like a free flight, right? If you have like a, you know, you <laughs> do really big. Where? I mean, you just, well. Dude, I have so when the world is good again, I have so many airline miles. It's going to be beautiful. I'm going to be able to fly. I'm going to be able to go on like three vacations in like 2024. Davis, the the sharp move was to book those during all the COVID stuff when all the points were worth like ten times what they are now. You could have flown to like Cabo and then just rescheduled your flight a million times. Oh, airline dude. miles are the are the new Bitcoin. You should have gotten yeah. in on them that early. Oh, the weekly buy, the weekly buy. It feels like one of my favorite emails I get every week is when I get my e- my weekly buy confirmation. I'm like, yes, we're stacking sats, baby. Sammy's going to have to sell some of his soon to, to, to feed his family. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if Frisco Josh is in. <laughs> Sammy, you still got that verge you've been holding on to? Direct transfer, Josh. Hit me up. Give you a good price. Yeah. All right, guys. 
that's gonna do it. The Gilcast, we did it. Sammy lost. Nate won. Nate and I played the same team. Hopefully, hopefully next week we'll have a little bit more to uh, combat and be be angry about. Talk to you guys then.